And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more... Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. Samantha Sadie Burbank, you've been a bad girl. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. What'd I do, what'd I do? Well, not just you, I guess me too. We've been bad. That's right, we have been bad, haven't we? Not in the way some listeners might think. Um... We've been professionally bad. Yes, yes. We, We've overstepped a little. We haven't allotted time for each show, because even though it feels like we've been doing this for years, the Jaisal Modcast Podcast Network is less than a year old. I mean, in November, it will turn one. And because we're a new network, we're allotted so much time per episode, and just because we have so much to give to the listener, we've gone over each and every episode. Um, and two episodes ago now, so that would have been episode 16, we really went over that. We did, didn't we? That was... But it was one of the best shows that we... That was we've, one of the best shows we've ever done, I think. And and this kind of all spurs from, there is no email today. And, and there hasn't been any email for two weeks now. And I was trying to figure out, you know, what the fuck was going on right. because it, it seemed like at we one want point, to know what the fuck they funk they think. Exactly, I messed so, up there, but we want to know what the fuck you think. There, I got it said right. And while you and Lacey went out to the gym, I did a uh-huh. little searching around, and I found out that well, I knew previously that for some reason this show was at the bottom of the the rung, as it were. In terms the, of hits. Yes, uh, as far as downloads. Downloads, that's right. And what we think has always been, literally since episode one, we've, we've been one of the high number downloads, you know, as far as our, our network. Yeah. So I did some digging around and I found out that we we got suspended, as it were. By? By Stitcher. Uh-huh. Um, because? Not, not so much... How do I... Well, let's see. Where do I start? Okay. If you listen to this on your smartphone, whether it be Android device or iTunes, you can go to the Stitcher app, like I showed you a moment right. ago, and you can listen and enjoy all of our shows. Right. Um, one of the added bonuses that I always tell people is, is if you like the show, give it a thumbs up. Right. If you don't like it, give us, a, give us a thumb down. Right. That tells me, as the general producer of the show, right. of all the network. What works? What isn't working? What's a good topic to keep on? What's a topic just to walk away from? Yeah. And unfortunately, that has been suspended. Like there is no the like, don't like yes. button. So and also and also the notification to the listener that a certain episode is live, uh, ready yes. for listening. Yes. Um, also, if if you're a Stitcher listener. You know, well, if you're a Stitcher listener, you're going to understand what I'm about to say is you, you always get an indicator when any of our shows on Stitcher are live. You know, when we first put them up, it takes like an hour to maybe an hour and a half after we post them online 
and get everything uploaded, then it goes to Stitcher. Mm-hmm. And then you get the little little red dot with the one or how many ever episodes that are live, and, and that tells you, okay, it's time to listen to a new podcast. Mm-hmm. That's not happening right now. Because we were naughty. Yes. We're being punished. So bear with us. You can still listen to it. The shows are there. Um, There's two of them yes, that are involved, and, and they going. happen to be the two best shows we've ever done. In our humble opinion. <laughs> um, episode 16, which is, uh, well, just go to episode 16. You can figure that out. I, yeah. I don't know what the name of it uh, was. Is that the intervention one? No, that's oh. episode 17. That was oh. last week's oh. episode. And episode 17 was intervention where Sadie kind of... Um, Stirred your brain. Yeah. <laughs> And they were very good shows. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what 16 was. 16, we went all over the place on 16. Well, that's probably why I can't remember. And then last week's show was good, too. But, you know, it, where is it? Is it in limbo now, too, or what? Last week was Intervention. No. You and I did, we've done a podcast since Intervention. No, we're doing a podcast right now, which is before Intervention. Oh, see, my, my little brain, I, I thought we had already done one since then. So this is our first one since then. Correct. Okay. All right. So I'm fucked up. What can I tell you? All right. So then there's two that, you know, the 16 and 17. Yes. Please listen to them. Please listen to 17. It was a good one. I think. I think it was a good one. Poor David. It was, it was a little hard for him. Um, but it was a good show. It was a very good show. Yeah. So. Okay, so here's the plan. The plan is that we're, we've already tucked our tail and said we're sorry. Yes, I, I wrote a formal email. Right, and and we're never, never, never going to do it again. But I'm seriously thinking about, since I'm executive producer. Yes. And just totally flush. I'm seriously, yeah, right. I'm seriously thinking about, uh, you know, paying them their blood money. So that we can go as long as we fucking want, and then we don't have this problem anymore. Well, we're at episode, this is episode 18. Uh-huh. So there's only seven more episodes before we can go to what we want anyway without having to pay. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then, fuck that. Once, we'll just do once it we this hit, way. Once we hit 25. We'll just behave ourselves for the next six episodes. Yes. So yeah. once we, we hit episode 25, uh-huh. we can go as long as we want. Okay, now that's the new we'll... counting because remember you right. knew that but you counted wrong. Right. You included when in Burbank in your count right. and they didn't and so we found that out. <coughs> the hard way we found out. Okay. And for you listeners that don't know, uh, before what we think, Sadie and I actually did an original show called When, when in, in Burbank, Burbank. and yeah. it was kind of like what we think, because we definitely told them what we think. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then towards the end, we started, you know, kind of going back and talking about... Um, a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, a lot of nostalgia. A lot of, uh, what do you call it? What did I call it? Um, philosophical stuff. A lot, it, on my part. On my part. And so, and that ran for 20 weeks. Yeah. So right. when, when it came over and we started what we think... Right. In my head, I was thinking, well, technically this is 21. Right. But rules are rules. That's right. And they get to make them up. I mean, it's their toy. They can, right. They can make the rules any way they want. And they said, no, it's not 21. It's one. So there so, you go. 
So even though oh, we've okay. we've done, let's see, we've done. This is our thirty eighth podcast together. All together. All together. Of everything. Of everything, including Wynn and Burbank and yes. all that. Thirty eight. Uh, we've done thirty eight, cool. but technically it's still eighteen. And again, yeah, yeah because the first. What, 20 were when in Burbank? Did we do 20 when in Burbank? Yes. Did we really? Wow. Yes. Time flies when you're having fun. Okay, so we'll behave ourselves. We will limit ourselves to one-hour podcast yes. for the next six shows, <laughs> and then watch out. So what we're going to do, <laughs> folks, is I'm, I'm going to purposely keep an eye on the time we have. Yeah. Um, just until I find out, is it an hour podcast plus advertisements? Or is it a whole solid oh. hour? So what I'm going to do is uh, we're going to cut it at 55 minutes. Okay. Because that gives us four minutes That's cool. of... Uh, of um, That's cool. We can't, can't possibly have anything that important that has to get said in five minutes. Right. I mean, if we do, we'll save it for the next one. So... Then, and that's the game plan. So because we'll run 55 minutes, there's a four-minute advertisement that I would, I'm sure everybody knows by now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, and plus we have our little, the intro music, mm-hmm. the extra music, extra, wow. <laughs> intro, extra. I like uh, that. I like that. very creative. And then, of course, you know, you have the, and now enjoy this free Jayzo Modcast show. Yeah. You know, so with all that, it should be a nice, tight, solid 60 minutes. Cool. Until we until, find out. Until we find out, and then watch out. Well, and until we're, now, how many? Lacey and I just started with ours, so we've only we've got how many do we have to do before we can blab forever? Twenty some more. <laughs> That's a lot. A lot. Yeah. Well, because let's see, you're. No, what was the number they gave you? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've done four or five or so. <laughs> 25 or 20. Well, I think Another 20 more and we're there. Yes. <laughs> all right. We can do that. So it's it's all good. Um, and we only do once a week. So right. we could cram and do a whole bunch. <laughs> Maybe. No. I'm just being ridiculous here. just because I'm at it. So, hey, by the way, before you do that, did you know also who passed yesterday? Did you see in the news? No. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy died? Yes, 66. They haven't said why yet, but I saw a picture of him. Mm -hmm. If I ever saw a face of a heart attack victim. It was him. It was him. Yeah, he totally looked, you know, how how they get, you know, sort of puffed up and puffy looking. Puffy and and red and, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, he kind of looked like it, but I, you know. That's a waste, way out there stab. Right. But yeah, it was just on the just on the the Google News or whatever the fuck that thing is. That well, actually, it was my emails. Uh, some uh, Ernie subscribed me to uh, Los Angeles Times email, oh, okay. so I get headlines all the time. So expect to hear more, you know, because yeah. this is just yeah. a breaking right. breaking news. So. Uh, expect to hear more about that because yeah. Tom Clancy I forgot to tell you before is we one of my started. favorite writers. Yeah, I kind of liked him too. Okay, well, let's okay. get into the show. Each and every week, we get together and we say goodbye to some poor schmo that bit the big one. Yeah, well, normally we do the the brown bag email, but since we don't have any because Stitcher right. did what they did, apparently we only get 
emails from people that listen to us via Stitcher. We get the majority of our listeners is from Stitcher. Is from Stitcher. Yes. There's no way to advertise anybody uh, to anybody from the, the, the internet, I guess, shows. How so? Well, I mean, if, if most of our listeners are from Stitcher, yes. why? I mean, uh, why aren't a lot of, do they, the guys who would listen to our show off the internet, do they know it's there? And listen, I mean, how do they know it's there? Are there pe- what do they do? Go along looking for podcasts? Googling podcasts or something? Um, yeah, and that's that's how I found a lot of my podcasts. Oh, okay. It's just okay. Googling and looking yeah. at podcasts and okay. finding the cover that uh, strikes my We can't my advertise it somehow online. I've never even heard or seen a, a podcast advertisement before. I don't know. Well, there's thought. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. I was just trying to get educated quickly. No problem. Okay. So, like I said, each and every week we get together and we say goodbye to some Porsche Mo that bit the big one. Um, and this week is actress Lynn Peters. Uh, she was a famous act. Well, let me let me retract that. She was she was a TV actress in the sixties and seventies. She wasn't, you know, like big. What kind of parts did she play? Uh, Would glad, we recognize? I'm glad you asked. Did I did I segue well for you? Yes, you did. Okay. The widow of actor Paul Burke, she had roles on such 1960s television shows or shows oh. series as Batman, Get Smart, and Hogan's oh, Heroes. Oh, okay, okay, there she is, pretty lady. Anyway, like I said, she's not really popular. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't really expect you to, to notice her uh, as Recognize far Recognize her face. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we could go through and, and it talks about, you know, the different works that she's done. Yeah. Um, but there's one in particular. Now, she was hard enough to find info on. Uh-huh. You know, but to find a clip was very tricky. Yeah. But. You managed. I found a clip. Ah, you are ever diligent. So anyway, uh, as it says here in the very beginning of this article, um, she played in Batman. Yeah. Um, And she plays a villainess in this. Uh Aha. Now, warn you, this is 1966 Batman, so it's pretty campy. And while they're trying to be very serious and, and, and really dramatic, yeah. it's fucking hysterical. Okay, well, then so, we'll laugh if it's funny. So I present to you... Okay, let me set you up. Okay. Robin's running. I don't know why he's running. He trips over this wire. He releases this African killer bee. And the lady... One bee? One bee. And From what? Oh, wait until you see the beat. Oh, no, but I mean, for, releases from the, him from what? You'll see. Okay, okay, okay. And the lady that runs up to him uh-huh. is uh, Lynn Peters. Okay. Here we go. And we'll be lucky if we don't get... Oh, I see. Smashing Robin! Tripped the wire leading to his lordship's beehive. Released an African death bee. 
the queen, in fact. She's landing on your hand, Robin. Don't lose your cool. She won't leave. She may. But once a death bee lands, she usually stays a while. Or she may sting you, Robin, and you'll die. With All the other girls are out of their skin over you. <laughs> I can see why, Robin. I can see why. Okay, we'll cut it right there. That, that's, that that's, was her, huh? That was her. And that just, was a chenille bee. Okay, just <laughs> I mean a pipe cleaner bee. Yeah. Okay, just so you know. I mean, if you couldn't tell. Oh my gosh! And they were serious too. You're right; they were serious. And for anybody that, that so watches bad. the clip and they oh. want to know, yes, the bee does sting Robin. Oh, I'm... but don't worry because Robin had an anti-African killer bee tablet in his utility belt. Of course he did, and he was all better. Of course he did. So just, why wouldn't he have? Just to let you know. <clears throat> Who was the Robin guy? <coughs> Who was playing Robin in that? Burt Ward. Really? Yes. Jesus. When was that? 60 something? 1966. Ah, yes. I remember the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that said, we say goodbye to. Bye bye, Lynn Peters. Rest in peace. Now, let's get into some good stuff. And, and, uh, okay. I, I did purposely kind of rush through the saying goodbye. Yeah, well, hey, well, there isn't that much to say. This is one of my favorite gone. segments. Yeah. Is the helping hand. Oh, yes, yes. So, like everything else in this show, we get together every week and find out who did something nice. Who's done something nice. And we call that the helping, helping hand. hand. This week's helping hand is my favorite and your, one of your favorites, Robert Downey Jr. I like Robert Downey yes, Jr. Yes, he is just so classy. I, I really like this. And this is coming from... Um, this is coming from comicbooks.com. Okay. And it says, Robert Downey Jr. gives gold and diamond Iron Man head to five-year-old fan. Really? Now, I've already read this article, and I've already talked it, talked about it with other comic book fans online, so I don't need yeah. to read it. I can tell you what it says. Okay, okay. Uh, a five-year-old and his dad actually went to a shooting, and Robert Downey Jr.'s filming another movie. It has nothing to do with Iron Man, okay. but he's filming another movie. Okay. And he just happens to notice, Robert Downey Jr. notices this five-year-old, and he's, he can tell, he's just limp in his eyes. He's seeing Tony Stark, Iron Man, you know. How funny. So, after the take, he walked over, and he talked with the boy for the whole break, for like, whatever, it was like 30 minutes. Yeah. He just sat and talked to the boy and the dad. Yeah. And, you know, the boy was just Absolutely, just over the moon about yes, the whole thing. Yeah, yes. okay. And you know, he shook each other, everybody's hand, and, and he was walking away. And he goes, "Oh!" And he stopped, and he reached into his pocket, and he pulls out this little box. And the box actually says Stark Industries, which is Tony Stark Iron Man. Mm. And he hands it to the to, to the little boy, and he goes, "It's nice to meet you. Have a great day." Walks away. As he's walking away, the bodyguard of Robert Downey Jr. turns to the dad and said, Don't let that boy play with that. That's real. <laughs> and then they went back to work. Yeah. 
Well, the dad was just, you know, he he was more involved with talking to his son about, you know, he just got to see right, Iron Man. Da, right, da, da, da. Right. It wasn't until he got home that he opened the box. Now, what's inside the box is at the end of Iron Man 3, as a gift from Robert Downey Jr. to all the participants that have filmed the last three Iron Man, he got them a solid gold Iron Man helmet. And with the eyes were diamonds. Really? And let me tell you, folks, it was a task at hand. And I do this for you, folks. I do this for you. <laughs> I found a picture. Yeah? Of, of said helmet. Of the actual solid gold helmet. Okay. Here it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, look at those eyes. Wow. Now, are those diamonds that make up the eyes or yes. are, is that a diamond cut in that shape to make up the eyes can you tell I think it's diamond uh, it cut looks, it looks like no actually it looks like several diamonds set in there <coughs> rather than yeah because those would be large uh, what's do they give you a scale on that size? no 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 how, how big but I, I do know that it's it's nice I know well, that's worth could... more than a nickel, that's for sure. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you could actually go and put a down payment on the house with that. Probably, probably. Well, I don't know. No, probably not. Solid. It uh, depends gold. on. Well, yeah, but solid. How big is it? How big is it? If that's the size of a your hand, then yeah. But if it's the size of uh, my watch head, for example, which is about an inch and a half across, then maybe not so much. I don't know I mean, because it doesn't give no dimensions. Gold, uh, let's say gold's at thirteen something an ounce. Okay, thirteen. Right. Last I heard thirteen sixty five, but that was weeks ago. But say thirteen between thirteen and fourteen hundred an ounce. Okay. Um, diamonds. Yeah, well, we all know what De Beers does with diamonds. Right. Uh, but somebody with his contacts could probably make a killing on some diamonds. The whole bunch of them cost certainly enough to put a down payment on a house uh but an individual one would be worth a pretty penny yeah plus there's what they call the provenance of the item itself that they need to uh, the dad should you know make note of it oh absolutely and uh, and then that can follow uh the item when it uh, it changes hands if it ever does you know but <coughs> and oh, i'm sorry go ahead now i was just gonna say i don't i don't think it's worth all that much money but on the other hand, we don't know what size it is. So without knowing the size, it, it's it's a ballpark kind of item. But nonetheless, nice. he just gave it to a five-year-old yeah. fan. And totally he's, cool. he said this quite a, t a few times, you know, it's without his fans, he's nothing, you know. And, and yeah. that's just yeah. his way of showing his gratitude, his true gratitude towards the fan. That's terrific. I'm, you know, I'm sure that child will be his fan forever. Oh, yes. You know, that... I mean, even if he hadn't given him that item, just spending the time talking with him probably solidified that relationship yeah. anyway. Uh, Speaking of relationships. Yes. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're jumping into the headline news. Okay. Now, the governator Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I will be back. Yeah. Uh, him and Marie Schreiber. Part ways, right? Right. Well, for the last few months, you know, there was rumors saying about they're trying to work on a relationship and that they were going to get back together. Yeah. 
Well, that kind of got squashed. Mm, by? Uh, the news broke actually from a, a, a UK site. Yeah. Uh, called Daily Mail UK. And its headline is Pictured Arnold Schwarzenegger 66 kissing new girlfriend Heather Milligan 38 after months of dating. Now, okay. <clears throat> I can go again. I've read this one, so I can tell you right off the top okay. of my head. Okay. Um, she's the she's a physical therapist that uh, he met. She's she does many celebrities, and the, kinda, uh, you might want to clarify that statement slightly. Take it for what it's worth. Okay. All right. So she does many celebrities. We'll just let it go at that. Um, but anyway, I among guess, them Arnie. Uh, among uh, as Arnie, uh, and I guess they had been secretly dating for a while, until um, you know some a paparazzo finally got them. Uh-huh. So they will do that. They 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 they're good at that. So we have a picture of him macking on her, do we? Uh, well, I do have a picture of a kiss, but that's not it. No, but for for the sake of laugh, I. Uh, I decided to pick this one, no pun intended. For the sake of what? Laughs? For the sake of laughs, I decided to pick this one. Pick this one. Uh, because he's picking his nose? Oh, Jesus. He's like almost to the second knuckle in that sucker, man. He's like... And where are they? In a restaurant? Yes. He's picking his nose in a restaurant. No wonder she looks embarrassed. <laughs> and she's going to... And then, did he mack on her before or after this? Do we know? Well, I searched around, and that, that's the best picture I that found. Was, that was it. But I can actually show you here. Well, on it's the... not like we don't all pick our noses, but, you know. Again. Hello. He was at the second knuckle. I know, and he was in a restaurant. That's him. Doesn't that's... he carry a handkerchief? Nobody carries handkerchiefs anymore, you idiot. Okay, doesn't he carry a Kleenex? There's him again. Probably not. Him and his ex. So, okay. unfortunately, him and the ex, I think, is, is pretty much it's done. And now he's got... Sort of would seem so. Now he's got a, a new love ex. interest. Yes. That's, so where's the new one? Oh, never mind. Oh, she's, we can go back. No, no, that's cool. It's all right. Um, okay, so he's getting some. That's good. That's good. Keeps him young. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, 
green vines, and dried monkey meat for dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Now, what was his name? Moonbeam. Yes. Uh, help me out with his name. You mean Zappa? No, 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 no. He was a uh, politician. Oh, 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 Moonbeam. Oh, okay, okay. I was I was thinking of... Uh, what's his face? Okay, Jerry Brown is who you're talking about. Yes, I'm glad you brought out Jerry Brown. Governor Governor Jerry Brown. This Second week... Second time around, Governor of the yes. state of California. This week, California Governor Jerry... Brown has signed into law that it is against the law to take pictures of celebrities' kids in a harass, harassing manner. Okay. This is actually called the Halle Berry Law. The Halle Berry... Fuck. Easy for you to say. The Halle Berry Anti-Paparazzi Law. And... Okay. Pretty much what it is is because she's not doing that much as far as acting right now. She's being a mom. Right. And they're still up her ass. You know, and I guess uh, some paparazzo was kind of getting the hostile towards the kids. Yeah. Because she was, you know, trying to run away and they're chasing her and all this yeah, shit. Yeah. Anyway, um, Moonbeam passed it where if. Well, Moonbeam signed it into law. Right. But she presented it. Yes. Okay. What is the what is the text of the law? The law is that if if a celebrity with their child 
is coming out of a house or somewhere in public, they have the paparazzi has to be X amount of feet away in order to get the picture. The paparazzi is not allowed to approach the celebrity with the child and be within reaching distance. That's reasonable. I mean, that's why God invented long lenses. Yes. You know? I mean, hell, they can stand a block, a mile away and get a good close-up if they've got the right equipment. Can't they? <clears throat> and um, Why do they have to be right there on top of the kid? So they can yell at the kid to get its attention? I, and, and I know a lot of it was... Uh, shoot. I can't remember her name, but I need to bring this up in the point. Uh, one of the celebrities, was it Jenny McCarthy? I think it was Jenny McCarthy. Mm-hmm. You know, Jenny McCarthy has an autistic son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're constantly up her ass because now she's a, a co-host to one of the talk shows, morning talk shows. Oh, okay. And obviously having an autistic child, all that clicking and lights and yelling, just every, it was almost like every time she'd go out the door, he was having a meltdown because of the paparazzi. Right, right. So she right. backed him, or she backed not only him, I mean, as in uh, Brown, but she also endorsed the uh, Holly Berry. Yeah. yeah, I think it, I think there's a sound basis in uh, in the whole thing. It doesn't it doesn't seem um, extraordinary in any way. I think it's well founded in in a, a serious problem. I mean, there you know everybody could say, well, you know, if they don't like the publicity, they don't have to be famous, and that's that's true. On the other hand, this is how she earns her living. Right. She's an actor. Uh, and her her children didn't get to, to make a decision about whose children they were going to be. Right. You know, and so they are, in a sense, innocents. Right. Speaking in of so, innocent kids. Yes. <laughs> now, when I read this, it really boiled my blood. And, and I'm, well, well, let me just go with the title. Okay. Title is Disney lo- no longer allows disabled people head of the line access. Oh yeah, I, I I read I read about that. You know it, what it reminded me of? It reminded me of in school when we were kids, and somebody uh, did something that was a no no. Mm-hmm. Then uh, because he had the opportunity, then the whole class got punished. Right. By either none of them having the opportunity and not doing it, or just plain got punished, you know, on timeout or whatever the fuck, because Joe Blow fucked up and did the wrong thing. And that's sort of what this reminds me of. You know, they, they, because a lot of people misuse the privilege of front of the line access to disabled people. Right. A lot of people who are not disabled pretend to be or in in some other way abuse that privilege extended to those who should be entitled to it and apparently Disney either hasn't got the the personnel or the money to pay the personnel or whatever to control the situation uh, or they don't have a way to determine whether someone's entitled to be at the front because they're disabled, right. so they just eliminated the the benefit altogether. <clears throat> and it's for those greedy fucks that have pretty much, you know, 
there's a specific reason why that was originally put into effect. Yeah. You know, people, disabled people, whether the age, they are, they're there less time than anybody else. Okay. And the reason that is, is for, you know, different health medical issues. Um, and the original concept was, well, we understand that dis- disabled people are here less amount of hours than the general society or, you know, the normies. Um, so they're like, mainstream. So they, they, um, you know, they put them in headline so they can go in and have their rides, have their fun, you know, for X amount right. of time. Right. And that, and, and that's why. And, and that I know. really, I know really that upsets it, me. It, and it was a good thing that they, that they did that. Uh, you know, I myself, could not go uh, to a setting like that, a venue like that, if you will, and stand for an hour and a half or two hours in line, in the heat, butt to pussy with everybody else in line, uh, waiting my chance to go ride the Peter Pan ride or whatever the fuck. I couldn't do it because I'm 73 fucking years old. I'm not crippled, but I am somewhat disabled. Uh, and I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it, right. you know. And so, for somebody like me, with a physical disability, so to speak, I would appreciate being able to at least be within, you know, half an hour of the ride, as opposed to an hour and a half or two, you know. Right. I, but in my case, I just wouldn't go because I. I couldn't stand for two hours in line. I wouldn't want to. There, I wouldn't stand in line for two hours to see the late JC himself fly around and sprinkle gold dust on people, let alone Tinkerbell. So, for real, uh, there's just no way I would. I, I'd go to that extreme. And in Southern California, when you go to Disneyland, you're going to be surrounded by gazillions of people. Jesus Christ, where did we go? I went to the, to the L.A. County Fair a couple of weekends ago. I told you about it. Went on a Saturday. What the fuck were we <laughs> thinking? You know, and shit, we're walking. On. I must have walked five extra miles just stepping out of people's way. People And people were so rude. They, you know, they walked like six abreast down the road. Right. Okay? Because they're all together, I guess. I'm not sure what the fuck that's about. Some of them didn't even know each other. They're still walking six abreast. There was all. It was always oncoming. I'm like, when? When does my lane get to go? You know, stick to the fucking right. Just like when you're driving, you know. And if and 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 uh, anyway, uh, then yeah, I then I say- said to myself and to Ernie, I said, you know, what the fuck were we thinking coming here on a Saturday? We know better. Yeah, everybody and his brothers out on a Saturday. Well, at Disneyland, every day is a Saturday. Yeah. Every day. It doesn't matter because between all the Southern California people whose kids are uh, addicted to Disneyland and they go six or seven times a year, and then the summer visitors from all over the fuck, you know, wherever, it's always crowded there. So you're always going to wait in line. And it doesn't matter how many parks they build. They've got the California Park. they got the Disney. they got Knott's Berry. You could have... The whole entire L.A. Basin could be a park, and it'd still be crowded. Yes. So, you know, I we don't go. 
We don't, I don't go. I don't and you. unfortunately, people with kids who have disabilities, uh, I mean, it would be difficult for you guys to wait for an hour and a half in line with Jay. He wouldn't be able to handle that. No, he, he, he would, no. And, and, and even without Jay, you wouldn't be able to handle it. Who the hell can stand for an hour and a half in the heat to wait to ride a ride? A 30-second ride. A what? A 30-second ride. ride. Yeah. Or maybe a minute and 30 seconds. Right. You know, I mean, maybe if you're 16 or 17, you can do that. But not everybody who goes to Disneyland is 16 and 17 years old. Some of you are 30 years old. Some of us are worse. So, yeah, I think I, I'm not sure that I agree with their the change i'm not sure that 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 was the right way to do it like i said it's an awful lot like grade school right you know bobby joe didn't do the right thing so the whole class is going to pay for it so you won't do it either i i think their thinking was you know if they discipline bobby joe and the whole class then the whole class won't do whatever the fuck bobby joe did in the first place right and then they've succeeded at at, uh, so-called discipline which it never did work but anyway that was you know everybody's been through that in school you know you're just right on the money tonight speaking of discipline (laughs) (laughs) lindsey lohan oh god is she up again well no lindsey's actually doing good she's still sober she's still clean she's doing really good oh good but God help her, her mom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck God. Mom's all fucked up mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, well, Jesus, well, gotta mom, be somebody. Mom was supposed to go to court today. Her lawyer showed up. She didn't show up. Hmm. And it was for uh, a charge of, what was it? Uh, the DUI charge. Mm-hmm. And her attorney, this is good. This is good. Her attorney goes to the judge this weekend. And says, Judge, I want you to throw out this case. <laughs> and the judge looks at the attorney, and this is not a joke. And he goes, uh, what grounds? <laughs> the attorney looks at the judge straight-faced in the eyes and says, Well, Your Honor, it's because Dana, or Dinah, or whatever her name is, Lindsay's mom. Yeah. Um, she, when she was married to her ex-husband she was uh, a victim of domestic abuse and she's currently in financial strain and with that she's just not thinking right are you fucking kidding me i'm dead serious why didn't the judge tell the lawyer if you could really honestly call him that why didn't the judge say Shit, I could have saved her some money if she hadn't spent all the money on the booze. She'd been money ahead if she's in such financial <laughs> straits. You know? I mean, there's, what, 20, 30 bucks right there. That would have helped. She could have eaten that week. She Jesus has Christ, thousands of, of thousands I'm of dollars. sure she probably has. And even if she hasn't, that's still no excuse. You know? <sighs> so the judge just looks at him. And says, you know, I'm not throwing it out. What's the plea? Good for him. And God bless him. Uh, you know, of course, the plea was not guilty. So of course. now it's going to go of into a, a full-on trial. Of course, of course. Waste the taxpayers' money. Um. Now uh, she got cited for DUI. Is did this go to court because she what? She's fighting it. Yes. She what? She claims she wasn't drunk. 
She said she wasn't drunk, though she was pulled over. Um, Did they test her there? It is. It is recorded that uh, you know on the dash cam, yeah, which I could not find, but it was written on you know on the article that I found. Yeah, it's it's on the dash cam, and I guess probably they haven't released it because it's being considered as evidence. So that's yeah, probably yeah, why it's not released. Yeah. She says, I've had maybe three or four glasses of white wine. She said this to the officer, which is captured on the, the dash cam. Um, well, you know. And then she did three separate attempts of different sobriety tests. Yeah. And then I guess the breathalyzer, the breathalyzer yeah. is what sealed the deal. And she failed all of those. Yeah. Well, you know, even if she hadn't done the, the tests... Many years ago, back in my slug 'em down days, uh-huh. I used to go after work with a bunch of cronies from the office, you know, and we'd go to this Polynesian style place up in San Jose and we'd sit around and, and uh, drink glasses of wine. And they had twofers every now and then, you know, between four and ten at night, you could buy a glass of wine and get two for right? Right. And so frequently I would have four glasses of wine. But the glasses were the size of fucking fish bowls. Right. <laughs> okay? I mean, they held like 18 ounces or so. No, you know, you know, I only had four glasses. I had to call my husband. Hi, honey. Can you come get me, please? I had, I I had four glasses. Oh, I don't understand why, but I don't seem able to see the, the road. And I'm not sure where I put the car. Can you come and get me? <laughs> and bless his heart, he would come and drag my sorry ass home and, you know, and... What did you drink, honey? Uh, I only have four glasses of wine. You know, it was two for night, you know. So I don't buy that. I only had four glasses of wine because a glass is a relative term. Yes. Okay. We're not talking thimbles. Yeah, and, and so, she was. She was drunk. You know, she but, was drunk. But then she failed all those things. So how then is she able to dispute this? What's she going to dispute? I mean, they did the test. She tested positive. She admitted to drinking. And they've got numbers, I'm sure, for the test results. Right. So how can, what is, what's to dispute? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how she's going to do it. She's, she's not as much to blame for that problem as our legal system that allows something like that to happen, in my opinion. Well, if you're dead to rights, you're fucking dead to rights. And it, and, and you shouldn't be able to waste the court's time. By, what what the fuck is she going to say? I didn't really have four glasses of wine. I was intimidated when he asked me the question. Okay, fine. Throw out that statement. What about all the tests they did? I don't know. I don't have Are they considered fallible tests? Are they considered tests that, that, that could be manipulated in some way to make her look drunk? No. Well, then... I mean, if she blows into the machine, the machine says, Sato, Slato, Blato, what? What's to dispute? She just... So it's... Well, what I'm saying is, our court system is fucked if it allows that to happen. You know, I mean, you get a ticket for speeding, and yes, you can go down and you can dispute the ticket. But what would be the point? If you're doing 85 in a school zone at 2.30 in the afternoon with kids in the street, <laughs> what the fuck do you think is going to happen by disputing the ticket? 
So I, I think don't she's know. just trying to prolong her her the inevitable. I know she is. I'm, but my point is, I don't. I'm not so sure that she should be allowed to dispute this. Right. When it's when it's in actual factual, which apparently it is. Right. Okay. We need to jump. Okay. To a different subject okay. because we're spending too much on Lindsay. Spending too much time on her mother. And um, now, here's the thing. A, a few weeks ago, we covered the twerking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were like, well, it's stupid. It's just dumb and, and immature. Well, it shows you how much we are disconnected from the rest we of the are. world. We are. We are. Because the Miley Cyrus and Robin Thicke Halloween costume <laughs> is the hottest selling costume this year. I so believe that. Plus, you know... <sighs> Every every generation has had its twerking panic. Every generation since God invented music and right. dancing. From the Charleston to twerking. You know, it's all been the old people go, you can't do that to the young people. That's nasty. That's sinful. That's this. That's that. You know. So twerking's probably just another well, you know, give, dance form. Give it another forty years, and then it's probably be actually having sex and calling it. I don't think dancing. you have to wait forty years. I can remember being up in North Beach in a couple of uh, nightclubs many, many years ago. Oh, North Beach is up in the city, up in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there's a lot of strip joints and whatnot up there. Probably pole clubs today. I don't know what they call them now. You know, pole dancers and stuff. And the, uh, there was a lot of um, supposed dancing uh-huh. that weren't, to music. They were dancing all right. They were doing the horizontal mambo. And that was 35 years ago. Hello? So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going on anyway. But not so much on TV. Maybe it'll be on TV. Turk it. Speaking on <laughs> that's TV. That's the costume, huh? Yes. Oh, my God. I can just see the parents now. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now, she doesn't have her tongue out. She should have her tongue out. Speaking of tongues out. <laughs> do I do that well or what? You, you and, really and the funny do. thing is, folks, is, is Sadie it's and I so do not. have no idea what's coming down the road. No, we don't talk about what I plan. And what no. it usually is is the day or two before I make notes of what I'm going to do, and then Lacey and her go off to the gym. And, while and I don't the do gym, anything. I have no idea when I walk in here what we're going to talk about. And while, Except for the article I did bring you, don't yes, forget the article. I I'm not. Okay. Um, you know, and while you're at the gym, I'm the I'm getting all the resources together to put right, the right, show, and then right. we sit down and talk about right. it. Right. Yeah, I got no clue what's coming. <laughs> um. Anyway, anyway. speaking way of of speaking Miley and her tongue. And her tongue. Yeah. The New York Magazine did an article about the things Miley has licked this year. <laughs> oh my God! The things are the who. The thing that the let let's just go and animate or inanimate things. Let's, let's go and take oh a look at it. Oh my God! Oh, there she's got go. pictures yet. She's licking the, a statue here. Oh. She's licking her shoulder here. She's licking that sledgehammer. That sledgehammer, yeah. So, and and to be honest with you, folks, because I wanted a good laugh, I actually have not looked at the list. I wanted to be yeah, I, a real a chuckle. List. There's a list. Was she set out to just set uh, a record for licking things? Like Guinness Book of Book Records for licking? <sighs> okay, so... She's in Rolling Stone. She's seen licking her shoulder. Okay. Then on stage... 
Jesus. She's licking her chin. Is that her chin? Oh. Funny, I didn't notice. Holy shit, that's some costume. Then... And she's licking... Who's that? She's licking Mike Will. Okay. Producer. That's his. That's her producer, Mike Will. <laughs> that's a hell of a job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> the sledgehammer. Yeah, that's from a video of hers. We've seen it. Somebody's ass. Who's that? Whose ass is that? A woman's butt. She's actually licking it. Yes. Okay. That's her M- MTV, her v- it's Video Music Award oh, Moonman Trophy. Was? Yes. Okay. All right. A creepy doll there. Uh, a doll that resembles her. And she's in a swimming pool, it looks like. Also looks like she's not got any clothes on, but anyway. What's that? Uh, is that a What is that? Uh, it's her Twitter. Oh, oh, oh. It says... Uh, what is it? Beats Pill Music Speakers. So that's what those are. Whatever they're just, the hell that means. They're portable speakers. Okay. I don't... I mean, I don't know what pill speakers are either. Okay, so there's... She's licking a dog's tongue. Good. Yeah, you never know where that's been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, uh, and that's it. And that's it so far. <clears throat> so, yeah. Well, gee, what can I tell you? You know, I always say if you got it, flaunt it. But she might be taking that to a whole new level. I may have to retract that statement. <laughs> you know, I may even have to reconsider that one. Okay, moving Jesus. right along. Yeah. Farrah Abraham, Miss Teen Mom, the one that was on MTV's Teen Mom 2. She made a, a porno. Okay. She's got the little girl. In the very first episode of What We Think, she, she talked about how smart she was and she sounded stupid. And then a few episodes ago, they asked her if, if she was a feminist and she said no, that she wasn't a lesbian. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well... She's putting out her own sex toys. Her own sex what? Her own sex toys. Toys. I see. And... Is that so she can practice and learn more about sex? I haven't seen this video. Okay. Uh, Just because at the time of putting it, Zoe was still awake. That's Uh. that's my two-year-old daughter. So um, I haven't seen the video. And we're going to find out okay, what, what Miss Congeniality has to say. Oh, and this is an exclusive from Radar Online. Okay. Um, I do have to say that. I have to, to put that out there. That this video was exclusively put together okay. by Radar Online. Okay. So this is Farrah Abraham. And it says, Farrah Abraham makes a mold of her private parts for new sex products. Oh, now she's a sex toy. Uh huh. Oh, that's so attractive. That's how everybody gives birth, honey. 
turned out pretty great, I guess. I probably have like a long company right now. <laughs> so this is cool. Look at you. I'm sorry, that's going to hold. Is it heavy? <laughs> yeah. So this is some heavy duty collateral right here. <laughs> the anus and the vagina area. I'm a long way to say this. <laughs> Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, somebody's got to do it. I mean, in the interest of, uh, what, accuracy, <laughs> accuracy. I suppose. <laughs> you know, I mean, that... It, is not necessarily something they could do from memory, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have, I hardly have a response to that. All right, folks. I, I saved the best for last. Okay. Taylor Swift is interested in being the lead female in the remake of Gone with the Wind and oh Pretty Woman. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? And when I put this into the search engine, oh. this particular to- or this particular image came up. <laughs> uh huh. She thinks that's going to get her gone with the wind. Uh-huh. With a pretty woman, huh? Well, in my opinion, she isn't qualified for pretty woman. Um. But then there are those who would argue that. Uh, no, I don't think there's too many people that would argue. Well, no, that I mean, that would argue that uh, what's her name wasn't particularly pretty either. Julia, why can't I think? Julia Roberts. Roberts. Why can't I think of her name all of a sudden? Um, Julia Roberts is one of those beautiful, ugly women. Um, oh, who's that Hispanic actress? There's another. There are Ernie and I call them the beautiful, ugly women because they they're. On their own, without their makeup and shit, they, uh-huh. they're not really that pretty. But once they get them all spiffed up, they actually are very attractive. It's it's odd sort of thing. Gwyneth Paltrow's another. Yes. She's very plain looking until they fix her up. And then she looks hot, you know? Well. So, but I don't think Taylor, I don't know. I just, I had to throw that in there as we're wrapping and up gone time with here. the wind? Yeah. Who does she want to be? Rhett Butler? <laughs> Oh, I know who. Who? Uh, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, uh. Butterfly McQueen. What part did she play in Gone with the Wind? I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in years. There. But, you know, what I think is, you know, the the original line was, frankly, dear, I just don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I think it, it, to, to better fit the situation, if she does get the part, I think it would be more like, frankly, dear, I don't give a damn if you write a song about me. <laughs> I, uh, who the fuck is making Gone with the Wind over again, anyway? It hasn't been said. Somebody's really doing it? Yes. Oh, man. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. For reals. I had uh, to hit you with that piece for the end of the show. But you didn't do our thing. We don't have time. We're out of time. Okay. We'll do our thing tomorrow. Next time. Yes. Week from Tuesday. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And you heard what we think, and now you know. Good night.
Good night. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. Or S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Let's make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.